As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Booze Hustle. Beginning of season four. Uh, I don't even know what episode number we're on because, you know, your girl's busy. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and my personal favorite, Happy Festivus. Um, I'm down for any type of holiday where there's an airing of the grievances. (laughs) Truly, truly a magical holiday. Um, What have you guys been doing? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever and it's because I haven't. Um, I took a little breaky poo, like as, you know, one who works in the wine and spirits industry needs to. Uh, I got adult braces, which, yeah, I know. It's uh, it's kind of mortifying. Uh, <laughs> but listen, I, I am nothing if not cheap. And uh, I went in to see my orthodontist for a retainer, blah, blah, blah. And he offered to do them for free. So... I mean, little backstory here. Uh, I have hillbilly teeth, as I like to say. Um, I'm genetically predisposed to having just real bad teeth. And, um, you know, I've had braces and Invisalign twice, and they couldn't do the trick. <laughs> so um, I have a very stubborn perfectionist orthodontist, and he's like, you know, just let me throw braces on you for like three months. Um, and I said, absolutely not. You're out of your mind. Um, and then he said he would do them for free. And I thought about it. And I was like, you know, I'm due for a little embarrassment as an adult. So, um, you know, I, I slapped him on for the winter break. And um, so far, going horribly, um, I completely forgot how awful it is. Um, and I didn't mean to dedicate a minute <laughs> of this episode <laughs> to me talking about my braces. But listen, um, it comes up in some of my interviews that I've already done because literally the first day I got them, I had an interview scheduled and I was so so stupid, like really bad planning on my part. And I'm interviewing this lovely woman and I could barely form sentences <laughs> like without sounding like I got like a hunk of bologna in my mouth or something. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to tell you what episode it is. Like you can just figure it out, I guess. 
But I'm really excited about this season. I've already got some pretty incredible guests lined up. Like, honestly, like, I'm not just saying that. I know I said that at the beginning of season three. I was like, oh, this is like, I can't believe I have this person. But like, I had a person reach out to me, okay? Like someone who is in the wine business who is totally respected. Literally everyone I know that works in the wine industry owns a copy of this person's book and they reached out to me. So just saying, you know, at least a couple people listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. That interview is going to be coming up very soon. But yeah, if you're listening to this, it's the first week of January. And um, what a wild ride 2023 has been, uh, especially in the wine and spirits industry. If you work uh, as a distributor, wholesale distributor, sales, warehouse, delivery, any of those jobs, congratulations, man. Like just round of applause for you for making it. You made it through December and I'm I'm proud of you. And um, I hope you got some rest and ate a lot of food and drank a lot of good stuff. I can't say that I drank a lot of good stuff. Um, I, in December, I took my children on a Disney cruise, which I have feelings about it. Um, I did it. I'm not. I'm not a Disney adult, for the record. I'm just going to throw this out there. And if you are, good for you. That's great. You know, heal that inner child. Um, but no, I'm not a Disney adult. I just. Um, I'm cheap, like I said before. And a Disney cruise is much cheaper than going to the parks in Florida. And I found out that it, there's free childcare. So yeah. Exactly. So um, we went on Disney cruise and I was um, shocked to learn that everything's included except booze. But to be fair, the booze they actually did have for purchase was pretty good. Um, but I couldn't drink because I got seasick. <laughs> like the first two to three nights of this four night cruise, I was nauseous. So, you know, and I and I did do all the things and it didn't it didn't make a difference. Um, but so I didn't drink much then and I didn't drink much over the holidays, which leads me to this episode where I was going to talk to you guys a little bit about but what are what is everybody's thoughts on dry January? Because um, I don't know. Last year I did, uh, I guess, a damp January. I mean, that ugh, that just sounds really gross calling it a damp January. But uh, <laughs> let's pretend I didn't say that. I did a version of it, and and in fact, um, I made a bunch of videos where I reviewed non-alcoholic beverages or like low ABV wines and cocktails. Um, spoiler alert, I was not a big fan of the Curious Elixirs. I don't know how you guys feel about them, but it's just, there's just like too much going on in them. And I have friends that really like them. I just, I don't know. I think if I went into it with no expectations, I would like them more, but instead they give you this card that tells you all the thing that's in them and then what it's supposed to taste like. And my brain was doing like, I don't know, all sorts of gymnastics and acrobatics to try to fucking put the dots together. And it ended up just making me very confused. Um, and I didn't, I didn't love them. I didn't love them all. But I am excited that we have more options than ever in the low ABV and um, no alk space, which I'm, you know, we were, we were due, we were overdue for that. And um, as someone who suffers with uh, a, like a really shitty liver, um, actually, I don't know. I don't know if my liver is shitty. All I know is that I get three-day hangovers now. And it's it's not just because I'm old. Um, I'm in my early 40s, um, which I guess it kind of comes with the territory. But this has been going on for quite some time. Like I, 
can't drink like I used to. Um, and I, I really mean that. Like I'm incapacitated. Like need to go get like one of those IV things and I feel like I'm going to die for a full 24 hours if I've had more than like three or four drinks. So you know, I'm I'm on like the far end of the spectrum for that. And it really sucks because I, I work in the booze business. I literally talk about it all day. I talk to you guys about it all day. I've got gobs of bottles of stuff in my house and I, and I can't really drink them and enjoy them. So for me, the low ABV, no ABV like movement incorporation into beverage programs has been fucking delightful because I now do this thing where I order a drink, a full strength regular cocktail, and then I'll have like an, a mocktail or an, uh, like I'll look at their low alk or no ABV cocktails and I'll get something and I'll alternate. Like I'll do alcohol, no alcohol, alcohol, no alcohol. And I feel like there's something to that experience where I feel like I'm enjoying the, I don't know, the evening the way I would have if I was drinking with friends. And I don't feel like I'm missing it. And the only thing I'm truly missing is feeling like shit the next day. So um, yeah, no, so I'm a big fan. Um, I do have questionable feelings around the concept of dry January though. And and I know that I'm not alone here. I am not against people doing things for their health and well-being. I think that's 100%. That's awesome. Um, I do I do get a little irritated when there becomes this like sanctimonious like moral high ground shit that starts to happen in the wellness space. Like, you know, I'm looking at you goop. You know, I'm, I'm looking at you like those influencers who make you feel like shit about your body. Um, I think that there's a way to to modestly drink and, you know, curb your consumption in a way that, you know, is healthier, um, you know, and, and makes you more mindful about the things you're consuming. But it got me thinking for this episode since it's January and maybe some of you are doing dry January because you want to lose weight or you want to just do like a detox to start the year or you want to do a cleanse. All that is cool. Just, you know, don't rub it in people's faces who maybe don't want to do that. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. But anyways, I started to look up like the history of dry January. And it's kind of a kind of a mixed bag, to be honest with you. Like depending on what you're reading and which Wikipedia you happen to find, the history is kind of like a few different camps. One, uh, one thing that I found was that dry January actually started in like the 1940s. Um, the Finnish government was launching like a sober January as like a, I think it was called Raitus uh, Janur as a, I'm, I'm totally mangling that. Not like I have literally anyone from Finland that listens to this, but just in case, my bad. Um, but anyways, they were doing it as a way to save national resources. So they implemented this like dry January, in, like the 40s, just a way to like, you know, conserve, which makes a lot of sense. You know, if you're a country with limited resources and, you know, you're, you're trying to like, I don't know, save what you got. That, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but then the other one I found was... In around 2012, there's an organization called Alcohol Change UK, and, you know, they were doing it as a, um, I guess the idea was founded because someone is inspired by the story of this guy who lost a bunch of weight, and they decided to create a movement around it. Um, and I read this, oh my God, you guys, I read this article that made me cringe so hard um, in Slate, what was the writer's name? Uh, maybe I shouldn't say the writer's name. That would be kind of rude. Um, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, John something. Anyways, he does something called Dranuary, Dranuary every year. Ugh, like Dranuary. 
which I, I, I hate, I hate that so much. Um, but anyways, <laughs> he wrote about how, you know, they do it every year and, you know, the, the name has just become ubiquitous and they've been doing it for eight years and it's it just, I don't know. It just is, it just seems kind of cringe to me. This like idea of like a hip sober movement, um, you know, articles in Condé Nast Traveler, you know, I don't know. It just takes something that like at its core is a good thing, but just makes it seem kind of lame. I don't know. Am I wrong? I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Um, so I, I guess this is a long way around to say that I'm not doing a dry January. I'm just going to do what I've been doing, which is moderation, you know, like maybe I'll just uh, not drink as much per usual. I think I am going to still review non-alcoholic or low ABV cocktails for people who are um, consuming less or are interested in like cutting back because like we all need to drink less, you know, like especially when you're getting older, it's not great. No, I mean, we, we could all be drinking a little bit less, right? So I think I am going to continue to do some reviews this month of the plethora of options that we have out there in the, um, you know, in that space. But I'd love to know your thoughts. If you're not following me already, uh, the Booze Hustle has an Instagram account, also a TikTok account, which I haven't posted anything on because I was posting all my reviews on my personal TikTok. So I got to I got to figure that out. I don't need you all looking at my personal TikTok. You guys can look at the, the, the podcast TikTok. Uh, don't go looking for it. Thank you. I, I have no desire to be humiliated on a large scale. So um, I guess that's all I got. I'm really excited about the series of interviews I have coming up. Um, I'm going to start next week with a bang. This year has already started out strong with people sending me booze in the mail, which, you know, makes me feel super special, like a booze in influencer or something. <laughs> no, it was very cool. I let a big fan send me your booze anytime anyone who listens to this. I would love to talk about it. I read a really cool book about the wine industry. I interviewed the the gentleman that wrote it. He's a professor. We had a great conversation about, you know, finding meaning in wine. And yeah, I've got just a lot of cool stuff coming up. And thanks for sticking with the show as infrequent as these episodes sometimes are. I'm going to try to release episodes twice a month. That seems to be about the the amount that I have time for. But I'd really love it if you have not yet rated the show to go onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are listening to this and just, you know, give us a review, give us a rating. If you don't want to write a review, that's fine. But like at least click the stars, you know, and if you're good, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. OK, don't give me a one star. That would be a bummer and then uh, I'd be sad about it. And I would think about it and obsess about it a little too much. Anyways, marry all the things. Happy January. Really excited to start this new year with you guys. And uh, yeah, cheers. <laughs>